following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Take three wrestling podcast WrestleMania hungover edition. It is Thursday, April 6th. It is uh, three fourths of us are here as I try to move this stupid ass thing that my computer is stuck on. A lot of background noise. Love it. Uh, three fourths of us are here. Uh, no Joe Lopez yet. Uh, we'll hopefully be making a. Uh, drive by soon um fun show though obviously we're going to recap what happened over the two nights of wrestlemania if you've not already go back in the feed uh you can hear mine and joe's instant reactions from both shows live from the parking lot of uh the weird spaceship slash jail that is now officially known as sofi stadium um that stadium's weird as fuck to look at i uh, just want you guys to know that um where'd you rank it at mania stadiums you've been to Many events. Top three? Top five. Okay. Okay. You got I don't know that I don't know that okay. I don't know that I can go three. Okay. Um what's number one? Obviously. Santa Clara. The only reason why I will not put Santa Clara at number one is because how the fuck do you ruin the Undertaker's entrance by doing it four o'clock in the afternoon? Aha. Uh-huh. Um honestly. Just trying to ping through all the all the locations. Honestly, Jerry World. Jerry World's on a whole nother fucking level. Um, when you look up and see the fucking major scoreboard, uh, that's fuck that's there. Uh Giant Jet Stadium. Um, been to two shows there. Um, that's a pretty solid venue. Um, I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you one stadium that if they've never do a WrestleMania ever again, I will be fucking thankful for. You want to guess what stadium that is? Citrus Bowl. Arizona. I didn't go to Arizona. Okay. The Citrus Bowl, the one in Orlando. No, actually, I I don't mind the Citrus Bowl. Okay. Uh, Tampa. No, actually, I, I didn't hate Tampa. This this I, this. I'll see this this venue. Not is, is, Yes. Fuck that venue. That venue Ooh. is hot garbage. It is. Oh, I believe fuck. it. It's old as fuck. It is small. It is fucking old. Um, I'm sorry. If there was a fire in the hundred level, everyone would have died because there's nowhere to move. I've never been. Chest back with more wrestling fans. Oh, it was probably terrible. it was probably a Joe Lopez fucking wet dream if I've ever fucking heard of one. Because he's sitting here and he's putting <laughs> his ball sack on somebody's back and he's got a ball sack in his ass. Joe, I love you. Oh, that I, that just sounds like my fucking oh. living nightmare. I and literally you think out of Katrina too? They would done a new stadium, but nope. I look at nope. it from this standpoint. Um, here's the thing, wrestling fans. If you're one of these fans, please, 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 I beg you. Wear deodorant. Wear soap. Please, Joe Lopez will come on this show, and you guys can ask him, un- unknowingly, I packed my deodorant, and I packed my cologne both days that we left because we left the hotel at, like, 11.30 local time. At the latest, I was like, I'm going to fucking freshen up my armpits, I'm going to fucking spray some cologne before we walk into that stadium because I am not going to be the stanky-ass wrestling fan. If you are the stanky-ass wrestling fan, buy some goddamn deodorant, you fucks. <laughs> Literally, at the literally. very least, a spray-on cologne that you can uh, you can spritz on before you go um, into a venue. 
I believe there's a thing that people like to call Axe body spray. Uh, I get it. Their smells feel like uh, I hate Axe body spray, but give me that over human body odor. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Axe body spray, the 2000 uh, UFC inflicted fighter, afflicted fighter T-shirt <laughs> douchebag. Um, give me that stanky ass smell over sweaty ass pits all oh, fucking day. You um, inflicted, my God. And I mean, like. <laughs> Straight up, New Orleans, I love the city. I'll go back to the city. I mean, here's the deal, too. Like, I, I feel like the city contributes to it because you're going to be walking it's, around. It's going to be hot out. It's going to be humid yep. out. You're going to be crammed in that building without open air, and their people are just going to bake in their stink. Yep. I mean, honestly, I loved and, – and one day I'll sit down with Joe, and, and if we do it on the Thursday edition – or if we do it as a special bonus episode, it was a bonus episode. Nice. we'll we'll literally sit down and we'll rank our our stadiums in order um, before next year in Philadelphia because I feel like that's a big lead into WrestleMania 40. Um, so that'll probably be something. I don't think we'll do it like right now. It'll probably be something middle to end of end of the year if I had to guess. But uh, yeah, um, honestly, the open air concept is really cool because the one end zone there's open airflow. The other end zone is enclosed. So little weird because when the draft gets in, it just sits there in circles. Um, so like 55 degrees and then, you know, dropping into the, the upper four, upper forties at the time that Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes went on. Um, I wore shorts to both nights, but my legs definitely started to lock up from not being used to the cold uh, about halfway through both main events. So, oh, um, yeah, it, 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 but I'll, but I'll, what I'll say, and, and then we'll get into the show, obviously tonight's show, the re, the, the fallout of WrestleMania, uh, some, the, the WWE sale, which we'll get into in a second. We have the brackets over here. Um, we'll, we'll get through all that stuff. Um, but the, the stadium, like, I think they'll end up back there sooner rather than later. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, I still think Minnesota's on the short list. Um, obviously Philly's getting next year's, um, what I'll say is pack layers for that show. Cause you know, I'll tell you it, in a open air stadium, I was getting but chilly. Here, but here's like, the, here's the deal, Mike today mm-hmm. here. We're what? Four days removed. Mm-hmm. It was 80 degrees. That's really? What I'm saying. It's, it's so bipolar. It's yeah. ridiculous how bipolar the weather is across the country. Cause it's not just you like guys. It's, 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 it's currently, here. it's currently 61. So I mean, yeah, we're was, recording at ten o'clock. So you're 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 you're, you're going to cool off. Sure, bring it like going but again. It was eighty event. degrees today. Now tomorrow, fifty-eight. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, if you're giving me eighty and sixty-one, and you're go, you're giving me sixty-one at main event time, I'm more than content with with all of that. So, but I would just say, just be ready for it because the weather somehow is bipolar. Um, one one day it's one way, one day it's the next way. Um, so here we go. Guys, next, Jim. listen. To the next ten days. Okay. It was like I said, eighty today, fifty-seven, fifty-five, sixty-one, sixty-four, seventy-three, seventy-six, seventy-eight, eighty-one, seventy-nine, seventy-three, sixty-seven, sixty-five, sixty-seven, sixty-five. All highs, huh? Well, those Jeez. are the highs. I mean, I'll take all of those for for the start of a WrestleMania, knowing that the lows are probably going to be in the upper forties. Like, yeah, forty. I'm not opposed 50s, to sixties. I'm not opposed to it because to me, that's jeans and a fucking hoodie. If 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 yeah. I really need one, like. I don't care. Um, yeah. You know, Joe, Joe, Joe was sitting in the car driving back from night two going, I need to go get a winter coat for fucking Philadelphia. And I was like, or you just need to go make sure you're not fucking, you know, iron deficient. But well, you're going to need, well, that too, but you're going to need to pack for 
both ways. Yes, yes. No clue what it's going to be. Pack pants, got to pack everything. So yeah, yeah, that's that's a we're bringing a little bit of extra luggage on that on that fucking trip. Yeah. It looks like. Um, speaking of extra luggage, um, I did a lot of damage um, in the greater Los Angeles area this yeah. this weekend. Um, let's see, I brought home ten new Funkos. Two of the soda can, the, the, the mini pops, a uh, couple of t-shirt. I bought home three wrestling t-shirts, including this one that I'm wearing right now that you guys will get the. Sweet ones. I bought the tribute to the troop version on Friday when we went to the uh, superstore. And then we went to night one. They had the white, the white out shirt. That, that white one wore. is, is noise. We, we bought. Yeah, we bought the white ones. Um, we wore those. I, I won't night. buy the white one because I look like a goddamn boat sail. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, that that one is fucking clean, man. So, so for those of sail. you following along at home, uh, we did match night two. We did not match night number one because Joe only bought the one wrestling shirt. I bought the WrestleMania thirty nine Charger edition because fuck the L A Rams beating the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Not wearing fucking Ram colors. Go fuck yourself. Um, so I went Chargers, the powder blue with the white with the yellow trim because I also like that color combination a lot better anyways. Um, so I wore that on Saturday. Wore the We The One shirt on Sunday. Um, bought a couple of Dodgers stuff. Bought a UCLA shirt. Baseball hat. So, yeah, I did some heavy damage uh, this weekend. Um, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair Funkos uh, led the way for the addition of the wrestling ones. I don't know where Carol put them. I'll bring a show them out on next week's show. Uh, all right. Enough rant. Saturday or Sunday night or Sunday morning, whatever day it was, uh, Endeavor. Is it is Endeavor Media or like? like what Just is Endeavor. The... Just Endeavor. Endeavor. No. Uh, artist formerly known as Endeavor. Question yeah. mark. Um, okay. You guys talked about it a little bit on 3CT. For those of you that, that are not avid listeners there, please check them out. 3CT.com. Uh, you guys can check out the link tree on Jim's social medias. Um, is it a merger or did they buy? All right, so, okay, yeah, the, the, this is where a lot of the mucky muck. Um, great, in, great, great lines. In, in, in terms of uh, verbiage plays in. But this is from the official uh, announcement that was posted to corporate.wwe.com and was all over the world. Uh, Endeavor announces UFC and WWE to form a 21 plus million billion dollar global live sports and entertainment company. Um, this was on Monday. Endeavor Group Holdings Incorporated and World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated today announced they have signed a definitive agreement to form a new publicly listed company consisting of two iconic uh, complementary global sports and entertainment brands, UFC and WWE. Upon close, Endeavor will hold a 51% controlling interest in the new company and existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% interest in the new company. Uh, the new company will be led by Ari Emanuel, who will be chief executive officer. He will also continue in his role as CEO of Endeavor. Uh, Vince McMahon will be executive chairman of the board. Mark Shapiro will be president and chief operating officer of both Endeavor and the new company. Dana White will continue in his role as president of UFC Nick Khan will serve as president of WWE. The board of directors will consist of 11 members who will be appointed at a later date. Six who, who will be appointed by Endeavor. Five approved um, and appointed by WWE. So what this is, is this is a merger. Now, in the details, yeah. 
in the details among us the wwe um was valued at what 9.3 billion dollars the ufc somewhere around 12.6 billion dollars together that is where they get um the uh the the 21 billion dollars how are they projecting ufc to be more profitable so confused by this well no i think it's not necessarily that they are more profitable it's their value so i think probably because uh, i wouldn't i would imagine it has to do um and again i i am no legal expert so this is just i'm just i'm just saying with the multi-trillion dollar deal that they have with fucking the cock i just don't know how wwe but but ufc has has their deal with they have deals with fox they also have a um, ESPN plus. The, the ESPN deal. So to me, that one may be worth more because maybe because of the the pay per view model and setup. And and again, I don't I don't know I, I don't know how that is all considered. Yeah, it's above our that's above our pay. Grade. Well, above our pay grade, but yeah, WWE was valued. And again, I somebody tried to correct me on Twitter earlier about it um, because they're like there WWE wasn't sold. No, but they were valued at nine point three. So like just, if it, if the W what, what it, confused, within if they were sold it would it would they valued within the merger at nine point whatever billion. So what confuses me is that Ari is the is the the head the head in chief. He is the head of the table. He is the Roman Reigns of this. Correct. But he's also the head of Endeavor. Isn't Endeavor and Endeavor the same thing? Like so, are we calling one of them Endeavor and one of them Endeavor? Like it's the maximum male models. I'm so confused. So. Because <laughs> it just my sad. Because here's the thing, like, like what are we doing? In Endeavor and maybe that's where the, the twelve point whatever it's not just UFC because Endeavor it, Endeavor is, is broader than just UFC. Endeavor bought UFC. That's what I'm saying. So, so Endeavor UFC Group is, Holdings is is a is a multiple. They they own multiple like businesses. So that so that's where I, that that's I guess where my confusion is is because there's Endeavor and then there's this twenty one point nine billion dollar company called Endeavor. Like well, okay. Like, so so currently, like whenever there is a merger, the new company is kind of known as Nuco. So that's yes. kind of like w- when this actually for like for now this merger is known as Nuco because they haven't... Because it's not finalized. It's not finalized. They don't know what it is going to be called yet. However, so... so Endeavor is still Endeavor. Endeavor is still Endeavor. Still Endeavor will still be Endeavor. Um, and, but, yeah, this Nuco... Yes. ...is the this this joint venture of UFC and WWE. So, so Ende- it, okay, Endeavor Sports... Sure. And then Endeavor, like, like that, that, that's what I guess that's the way I'll word it or Endeavor entertainment, because, you know, while UFC is a sport, it, it's all about the lead up to the, to the fights sure. as much sure. as it is the fights. Um, so Endeavor entertainment, um, is, is I guess the way that we'll, I'll word it moving forward. A double E, no uh. relation to triple H. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we talked a little bit before Jim hit the record button here, um, Myself and Joe it, during our drive around town on Monday before our flight out, as more and more information uh, about the sale started to come out, you know, we talked and we were like, you know, to to know that you're making this decision and to announce it the same weekend as your biggest event of the year. I don't think that this was as much as and, and Jim said that as much as there was a company up up into the 11th hour. 
I don't necessarily know that I think that that Vince didn't already kind of know that this is the route that they were going. Um, because it just it's just weird that you do it the night before the biggest uh, show of uh, of your calendar year with the biggest main event that you could have over the last probably three or four years in Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. And you decide to take the momentum from that of announcing the sale that morning just seemed very, I'm not going to, I'm not going to question Vince. I'm not going to be that fan, but it just seemed very weird. I mean, here's the deal. If you, if you, um, you know, if you are selling your house, if you are selling your car, like on the, on the, the free market, you know, if you have a, handshake deal in place um, but nothing is signed and at the 11th hour somebody comes in and says I want to give you uh, you know like say your house say you're going in at $350,000 and somebody comes in the, the night before you're about to have a meeting and sign the you know your initial agreement mm-hmm. somebody says I want to give you $400,000 for your house and you go okay let's do that uh you know what I mean? I'm just I'm just saying I if he would have if they would have made this announcement Monday morning, if they would have made this announcement Wednesday night before Dynamite went on the air, you know, it's just the question I guess is coming off of the the main event that you had on night 1, knowing that you have this big show for night 2, and then you're like, "You know what? In the middle of the night, it's like the Baltimore Colts just decide that they're going to leave Baltimore and move to Indianapolis. We packed the we packed the truck and we decided that we are going to go ahead and we're just going to move on with our lives and then we're going to figure out what the next step is after we've already made the decision. So it was just kind of like weird how it just happened just kind of like popped up. Um I mean it is what it is. It was going to be announced regardless and I don't know if this is endeavor saying, "Hey, announce it, you know." I mean, why, why I mean, why wouldn't you announce it? I mean, cuz here's the deal along with um along with the announcement of this Endeavor deal, WWE also released a press release detailing how this was the most successful WrestleMania of all time. Um, it, you know, it across social platforms, it came with over 500 million views, 11 million hours of video consumed over two days, which is a 42% increase over last year. Uh, night two, uh, surpassed the existing global viewership record by 33% just at one day after night one, surpassed the existing global viewership record by 28%. Uh, WrestleMania 39 generated a gate of more than $21.6 million, breaking the twenty uh, previous record by 27%. So, I mean, why if you, if you have this deal in place, and yeah, it was probably um, going into the weekend, it was probably kind of a wink-wink, nudge-nudge sort of a situation. Um, but again, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, cause I think Tim even told us that, that there was some rumblings on Saturday of yeah. sale talk. Um, yeah, I, I heard the news after night one, actually, be honest with you. Um, which I, well, I think that's when it started. There was more, it was really starting to bubble to the surface, but again, right. there was nothing, there was nothing in place. Cause you're nothing is actually in place until it's formally announced. Right. Because remember, nine months ago, we had a deal formally in pu- place with the Saudis. Remember that night? Like a fucking Wednesday night in uh, July. Remember those days? Remember like, those so, you know, when when I start to see the the wrestling news sites of the world reporting, quote unquote, on things. Not 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 you, Sean Ross ass. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck that guy, too. Um, but, 
the like. What do you do now? He's <laughs> just a fucking. He's a fucking prick. He's a fucking he's a prick. prick. He's a prick though. Like seriously, softer than fucking vanilla pudding. Charming. He really Charming. fucking is. But anyway, it's not about him. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm not. I didn't believe anything until until you know it really started to break Monday morning when we woke up and and it was hitting actual news. <laughs> yeah, I got um, to, I got to I got to work. And the first thing I see at work is, is TV's on CNBC, and I see fucking Vincent Man with a fucking weird mustache. Holy hell, what a fucking like, creepy oh, weirdo that guy yeah, is. Is this real? To ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's like puffy and half plastic now. It's it's he's looks look like he Raul is, Julia. He is the Bob Barker of professional. Oh my wrestling. god, he's terrifying. He held together with duct tape and super glue. He's fucking terrifying. Horrible human being. That dude is Teflon, bro. Sorry. Um, oh, he absolutely so, is. What? He's a fucking billionaire CEO of a huge company. Of course he's Teflon. All of them are. And, 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 hey, by the way, uh, Vince, we need you to go take a couple months off. Um, and then we're, you're going to get a pay raise and a promotion. Right. <laughs> That's got to suck. Hey, hey, can we not basically just be like, this is fucking people literally with money just being like, fuck your American dream. Um, not only did I get away with it, I paid people off and I just got a pay raise. How about you yep. guys go fuck yourself? Yeah, and a promotion. Literally. Because he used literally. to just be executive chairman of WWE. Now he's executive chairman Endeavor. of Nuco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking Endeavor, hell. Endeavor Entertainment. TBA. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, all right. Um, so, like, we 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 kind of touched on the sale stuff because obviously we're going we're gonna to get to WrestleMania and, yeah. and, and the fallout from that. Um. But the, the question I posed to the three CT guys was this. I was like, like, what was your reaction to the news? Because like, and, and, and because to me, I heard it and I went, okay, well, it wasn't the Saudis, so that's good. We don't have to like make that moral decision. Now you're still making moral decisions, but we make them every day. I have an iPhone. That's, that's even a moral decision, right? Yeah. Like that it was probably assembled by child labor. Like I'm not like as gross as it is. Like we got to be honest about what it is and that's what i've always said even with the wwe doing shows in saudi arabia i was like first off look yeah it's gross they make a business deal with the saudis but if you really start digging into how many companies you use on a daily basis you're gonna run out of you're gonna run out of shit real quick um but it doesn't make it okay it just makes it that's reality um but i'm like okay so it's not with the saudis that's a good thing we don't have to go down that road um with the exception of maybe, maybe um, NBC Universal and Disney, this I think this is the best case scenario, and it may even be the best case scenario. Period, because you look at UFC again. UFC has been owned by Endeavor for a couple of years now. Um, UFC operates basically the same as UFC did before. Like if you if if you didn't know. You probably wouldn't know that UFC was was owned by Endeavor, right? No, until, until like last week. Yeah, I had no idea. So, I mean, I I mean, I knew because I right. If you're followed up UFC to to literally know of the sale a couple years ago, but literally, right? Honestly, I didn't know. To the common fan, they're not going to know when I that when, even when I saw the fajitas. Yeah, when I saw the news of the merger, I was like, oh, like at first I was like, oh, so they're buying UFC and WWE. Not that they're already right that they're already owned by Endeavor, and because then, then I read the right. press release, and I was like, "Oh, okay." 
I mean, I heard, I, first, I first heard a name, name in Endeavor like late last year when 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 this whole thing all started, but like you know, companies vouching for the, the services and Eric Bischoff brought up Endeavor a couple times on this podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. So so yeah, like to me, I I've said for a while that the WWE, wherever they end up, I think the best place for them to end up will be somewhere. And I thought NBC Universal and Disney were going to be the same way. Just give them a just have an ownership that just goes keep doing what you're doing. They're li- they're yeah. printing money right now. Yes, they've been printing money for the last four or five years. So why would you why would you mess up your meal cart right? So Endeavor has been has run UFC was been with UFC for how, how many years? I'm like about uh, five years. A little less? No, a little more than that. I want to say it's like three or four. I don't think it's been five years yet. No, I'm more of a casual fan. You a little more diehard. Nothing's changed, right? With with the product, nothing has been significant. I mean, from the standpoint of they still put on cards and they still have fighters, no. Um, I mean, the fighters themselves aren't as entertaining as they were four or five years ago when the Conor McGregor's of the world were running around throwing full cans of Monster Energy drinks at people. But, I mean, that's also because, you know, people aren't like him. Um, it is what sure. it is. Um, but they, they still put on they still put on good cards. They still put on great shows. Um, you know, they still have guys that get in there and bang. And, they, you know, they, they're I would say that they've expanded more from a niche niche audience to more of a mainstream thing since Endeavor slash the deal with ESPN. Um, OK, but I think those two could probably go hand in hand. Um, so, uh, I mean, I look at it from the standpoint. Uh, I don't there. Nothing has really changed, per se. Um, you know, maybe fighters demanding more or less has changed, you know, because you don't have the like 40, like 37 year old John Jones is like the best fighter you have right now for like promos and draws. Right. Because Connor's Connor's gone. Khabib's gone. Ronda Rousey's in wrestling now. So what you're saying yeah. is there's a chance we don't get fucking 90-year-old Bill Goldberg coming back and God, fucking lambasting the entire wrestling world. No, but you do get the potential for potentially somebody who's under contract with UFC. Looking at you, Conor McGregor. Um, to become part of the WWE in some way, shape, or form. That's fine. Pa- is it? Make, I don't need it. Work. I don't they fucking they it need it. I don't fucking need I, it, though. And, and right, here's exactly. the thing. Here's the thing. Because I, I was arguing, not arguing. I was going back and forth with somebody on Twitter that, that kind of said something like that. And I was like, I have no, I have literally zero interest in seeing Conor, Conor McGregor in WWE. Uh, I, I, I'm i not a UFC look, guy. Look, if, look. I, if I wanted to be a UFC guy, I'd go watch UFC. If I was a boxing guy, I'd go watch boxing. Oh, okay. Um. And he's like, well, so you don't want crossover? I'm like, actually, I don't. I watch wrestling for wrestling. Um, here's the thing. I'm well aware of the fact McGregor, that... If Conor McGregor puts in the work and has as good of matches as Logan Paul, then what? Sure. Then then, then, then I'm, then I'm fine. Then I'm fine. But I, I, I don't... I don't know enough about the guy to say this definitively either way, but I don't know if, if, if he will be on that level. It's hard to be on I'll, that level. I'll say this. I trust WWE to do the right, do it the right way. They did with Bad Bunny. They did with fucking Logan Paul. Um, I mean... I, I just look at it from this standpoint. I think it... Okay, comparing the three names that Ernest just put up there. Right. I think, I think Conor McGregor gives you the best shot of having the best matches out of the three of them. Because he's an athlete. I get it. He's got to learn the, 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 the moves and all that stuff. we got a musician and a guy who is more or less known because he did stupid ass YouTube clips that everybody fucking fell in love with. Hello, TikTok. Um, 
Conor McGregor is a guy, if he wants to do it, I think he could be huge. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't become a wrestler. Maybe he becomes the mouthpiece for Imperium. He's fucking Irish. They're fucking from the UK. Maybe him and Drew become some sort of thing, and it's the new Dangerous Alliance, and he's going to sit there and cut promos against Heyman. Just the back and forth could be entertaining. I don't need him to go out there and have 25 matches a year and be this in-ring competitor. But every once in a while, if he comes out and cuts a promo against somebody and they have a match, the kind of a Logan Paul-esque, wouldn't be opposed to it. No, I don't think he needs to be an everyday member of the roster. I don't think you need crossover on every week episode of of Monday Night Raw. Right. Like that, like that. I don't think you need. Yeah, but I mean, and and here's I here's, I'll say this, here's what I was every once in a while. He, he's already an athlete, and he he can do a promo. Every <laughs> once in a while isn't a bad thing. Yeah, and I mean, here's here's what I was saturating here, it is a problem. Here's right. what I was saying too, though, is like I have zero interest in it. Am I well aware of the fact that because of this new deal that it's probably coming? Sure, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. There's nothing I can do to stop Vince McMahon coming back. There's nothing I can do to stop. Logan Paul being and Jake Paul being in wrestling matches and Bad Bunny. So, like, I'm here for the ride either way. Like, I couldn't stop Brock Lesnar versus Omos. It ended up being better than I expected, and it was less than five minutes. Uh, that's Thank what she God. said. So, like, th- like you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to oh, we'll, stop me. It's we'll not going to, to stop me from watching. The thing that's going to stop me from watching is if the product as a whole would get so bad that I'm just like, I'm, I'm out, man. I'm 38 fucking years old. I don't need to invest my time in something I, I don't enjoy. How old do you know? Well, I'll be thirty eight in July. So I guess so I guess the question here and then and then we'll we'll we get towards to mania. The, no, no, because you because you mentioned, you know, what we thought about honestly, NBC Universal was the only other company that I thought that they could go to that they had a fighting chance. Oh, yeah, I think me too. I think Disney would have tried to PG it too much. Yes, they may have created a Disneyland WWE World or whatever the fuck. God, I'm mad that we're going to miss out on that. Um, but I feel like they would have tried to PG it way too much and tone down a lot of things um, where Endeavor is just going to kind of let them do their thing. Um, same, I think you, NBC Universal would have done the same thing, too, because they are they already know what they're getting. Um, I think Disney would have tried to come in and change too much, and I think that would have hampered things. My immediate reaction um, was, fuck, this means Vince is going to be back in control of creative in some way, shape, or form. Wasn't thrilled about that. Um, but when I look at it, it, I do think it's the best case scenario for them because I think Agreed. Endeavor is just going to throw their hands up and say, you've done this for 50 years. Uh, you know it a lot better than I do. Why am I going to sit here and tell you how to do it? So, you know, hashtag trust the process. Right. Um now, sitting here, looking at things, I'm trying to remember my train of thought. Fuck. God damn it. I've been hitting the head way too many times. <laughs> to, what, to what, Vince? No, not ne- it wasn't necessarily Vince. I was trying to remember where, 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 we were, where I was going with, because I was going to say, and then, like, I was going to, I had a point, and I just fucking lost it. And then? Um, no, I didn't. Um. But yeah, I, I, it's and and he, here's one thing as you, like you were talking about like if if we thought Disney would potentially make it like two PG, if for people that want to see more of an edgier product, I think this is probably your best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, now, now, what I will say to that is, I think it also depends because I know Nick Khan was on 
Uh, maybe when he was on with Stephen A. Smith, uh, it was on one of the, the interviews. Take. It was on one of the interviews I saw with with Nick Khan over the weekend, as he brought up how the TV rights deals, both with Fox and NBC, Universal USA Network, um, are coming due. I think this year, maybe next year. Um, so like that, that's going to be the other proof in the pudding too, is in terms of where, where do those, do, do they just re up with Fox and do they re up with, um, NBC universal or do they, do they go elsewhere? Um, but depending where they end up, you know, you could end up seeing, uh, at least with a cable TV product, a, a more edgier product as well. So it's, it's, there's a, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of moving parts. And again, as of right now, this isn't even finalized. Like th this is one of those things as there's a, a lot of, uh, government checking that goes into these publicly traded company mergers that, it, that could potentially, um, end up in this deal, not going through. Uh, so, this is just a tentative deal. So everybody's that that like was like, look how everything changed on the first day of the new. No, that's not how this stuff works. Um, no, that was them making the mistake of letting Vince sit in the big chair and you know not putting him on the fucking bus to back to fucking. Uh, I we bill. we touched on this on three CT as well. Um, I don't. I don't know that all of what happened Monday on Raw had to do with just Vince quote unquote being back in the chair. Um I think seems too easy. I think the the announcement in the morning you had a a company meeting in the afternoon because obviously there's going to be a lot of questions with people in that building. Um I like I I think there was probably a lot of moving parts even more so than you have normally on a raw after mania. Um and so and 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 I also think that I I don't I don't a hundred percent believe that Vince hasn't been part of the creative process for months. Oh, I I would wholeheartedly agree. With yeah. That so is he get? Does that, he have more control? And yeah, look, I don't know. I also don't deny that he came in with his with with his you know his big nuts strutting out because of the deal on Monday. I think tomorrow night. Is going to be a much bigger tell of where we are. So my takeaway, and, and we talked about this in the group chat, Raw after WrestleMania is normally, to the fans, this big thing. The last four of them have been flat-out god-awful. There's not been anything in the last four of these that has been... Nothing stood out. Monumental, no. life-changing events like it used to be. If this show happened in the middle of June in Topeka, Kansas, it would be a normal Monday night. Mm -hmm. But the fact that people sitting at home put this main event on steroids every year literally made this show feel worse than than it actually was. Yeah, and that, you know, and that's WWE's own fault. Correct, because they because they've built this as a part of the weekend. Yeah, rather than just being Monday Night Raw, it's always. The Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, they did a fucking network documentary on it. Well, that was whenever they were actually doing things. Um, but looking at what were your options? Like, what could you have really have done that you didn't do? You didn't debut Braun Breaker because Braun Breaker is going to go fight Carmelo Hayes as a heel now. You saw that on Tuesday. Yeah. Randy Orton, probably still not medically cleared. Mm -hmm. You brought back Matt Riddle. 
you had Brock Lesnar take somebody out. What he normally does the the Monday after WrestleMania. Um, John Cena not there. What the fuck else could you have done? FTR is staying in fucking AEW after last night. Mm-hmm. What what is that? Okay, Jay White fans. reportedly signed with with AEW. He debuted even, last night. Even he debuted last night, but important apparently. His deal was already signed last week, so everybody going, well, he saw what happened on Monday, and he said, I'm out. No. no I saw reports today. He was signed mid- middle of last week with AEW, so he wasn't even so, in the conversation. So when so when you look at it, Keyboard Warriors, this is a question for you. Send all your hate tweets at They Call Me Burn, at Take the Number Three Wrestling. Either one. I'll find them. I run both. Um, what could they have done differently? Sure, Omos versus Elias wasn't great. Sure, <laughs> Cody getting taken out by Brock Lesnar because, you know, Clubber Lang and fucking Apollo Creed both beat the shit out of Rocky at one point. Um, at the end of the day, uh, what else could they have done that was different? There wasn't a lot that they could have done. There wasn't because uh, yeah, I mean, with the exception of calling up Orton? the Creed brothers, I'm sorry. The real issue here is that fucking people, honestly, they shouldn't have fucking said Triple H was going to start the show because people came out and literally thought it was going to be more than together forever than now. The, the 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 song and dance that we got to open the show. People truly thought he was going to come out and announce something monumental. Myself and Joe had the conversation. Hey, are they just going to hand Roman Reigns one fucking big-ass gold belt and be like, stop carrying around two titles because we ain't going to split them up anymore? And then they were going to pull the big gold belt out and be like, and this is the new fucking Raw title. Tournament, you know, with culminating at Backlash. You know? But isn't... Whatever. Isn't that situation? Because I've been I've been critical of wrestling fans in the past too that create that create things in their own head, and and they claim that like the WWE oversold them. So like WWE only advert. And again, I I I don't I don't think WWE is a hundred percent blameless here, but like they all they said was Triple H is opening Raw. Can you can you hit the can you hit the news? New sounder. Oh, got breaking news. I think I know where he's going here. As reported by Huddle Up Sports Inc., um, Triple H. What What do you guys think Triple H's announcement is going to be? Quote end quote uh, from CEO and founder of Huddle Up Incorporated, James Neese. What's that? You literally sent that tweet to us. What do you think Triple H's announcement is going yeah, to be? Yeah, <laughs> literally, myself and Joe are sitting in California. Yeah, I mean, so I, I guess people are going to hypothesize, but like, just, people I also have to, to like curb ex- but Like, they can't like, you know. I get we're gonna we're gonna do that. We'll be like, what you know what what's it what's what's it going to be about? Because it does create. But I'm not going to sit there and go, oh my god, they're definitely doing this. And I think some wrestling fans do that. Yes. 100%. To their own detriment. I, I mean, it's I the same. personally thought that because they weren't, they're never breaking the titles up. I just yeah. thought they were just going to hand Roman one title and be like, this is the new universal heavyweight championship. Like, I literally thought that's what the announcement was going to be. Was literally, it was going to be, I'll take those two from you, take this big gold one, you know, the WWE title with the gold, kind of like Snoop Dogg's golden title or, or whatever. I just thought there was going to be a new title that was going to be handed to Roman Reigns that this is the new one singular title stop carrying around both of them because we're not breaking them up that's what i truly thought the announcement was going to be yeah i didn't think it was and then honestly if it was to talk about the sale 
I thought that was also in play. Like, I didn't think he was going to come out and be like, uh, so, hey, by the way, um, Vince is back in charge. Fuck it. I'm out. Like, I, like, I, I, I tell like, you I, what, like, man, when he came out and started doing his thank you tour, I was like, is this motherfucker going home? Like, like I got Jojo and Steph. Is he stepping down tomorrow? Like, I got, I got like out? real worried there for a second. Then he was just going to be like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I quit. Fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there going, oh, we're in big trouble now. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe, well, cut gave him a live mic. Oh boy. <laughs> maybe, maybe do a cut and paste of what we did Monday on Friday, I guess. I don't know. Probably yeah. Not. I mean, I mean, it, to do the same song and dance is, it I mean, would, right. Would, would be worse. At this point, I almost feel like his speech would be like, we've heard how you guys feel. We know what's going on. We're just, not going anywhere. Just trust us. Just go out there and talk to them like people. Don't yeah. sit there and be like, don't give me the song and dance and the spit and water and being like, we're going to run through a wall for you. Like, we know how you guys feel. The only concern we people get. have is, is, is Vin's involvement now. Because we hear no, now. I don't think that's the only concern people have. I think that's the biggest I think concern. That's the main one. That I think no, no. See, but that, but that problem is, is, is it a Vince problem or is it a creative problem? Because you can be mad that Vince McMahon is back in power because he's a misogynistic fucking asshole. But are you worried that? Well, I think it's a it's, Vince running creative problem. Right. But so, so. It's a creative problem. You're, okay. That's the point. The same people that have been writing creative are going to be in that room writing creative. And also... Vince McMahon has probably had final say over everything, even while he wasn't there, because guess what, motherfuckers? He still was the president of the company. And the guy running creative is his son-in-law. Yeah. Trust me, guys. <laughs> They've talked. So, he's Triple H has said it in, in pay-per-view correct. press conferences. Yes. He's confirmed that he's talked to Vince about creative. Yeah, this is this isn't this isn't Major League Baseball where Fernando Tatis gets suspended eighty games and he can't be at fucking at, at Padres games right now talking to his teammates. And, Literally, right. they've said about it. Like they've said that you know. So is the problem the fact that you guys can't put two and two together because Vince McMahon is now going to sit in the chair either that Triple H was sitting in that was his or the one next to him, and the two of them are going to be working on this shit together? Because at the end of the day, nothing has changed. The people that are writing right. creative are still fucking writing creative. And Nobody's also, and also, since SummerSlam, every time there's a angle, a booking decision, a anything that wrestling fans don't like, what's what's everybody? Oh, Vince must be back in charge. Like people, people will assume that it's bad. Because they, they perceive it's, it to be look, run by Vince. It right. It's easy to throw the blame on someone that they don't think is there. People also forget that Judgment Day started with, with Vince, Vince McMahon, McMahon in charge. This bloodline run, for the majority of it, Vince in charge. Like, Austin, the, the greatest moment in one of the best WrestleManias ever... Last year, Austin versus Kevin Owens. Vince McMahon was in charge. The Yes Movement, Vince McMahon was in charge. The Heist pipe of the bomb. Century, Vince McMahon was in charge. Okay? Pipe bomb. The Pipe Bomb, Vince McMahon was in charge. Because guess what? It was a work. Um, oh, yeah. Like, people, yes, 
is Vince out of touch? Sure. Is Vince is Vince uh you know does he, does he have, make some questionable life decisions? Yes. Absolutely. But like we also need to stop we not everything creative wise that Vince does is bad. Not everything that Triple H does creative wise is great. Okay? Like we Correct. just we and need gonna, we need to stop with the big blankets here. We, we and we're gonna t- we're, and we're gonna talk about some of them right now. Yeah, let's 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 look towards WrestleMania. Unless either of you guys have any other thoughts on? No, on, I think on, I think we've hammered out the sale. Yeah. There's there will be more that comes up over the next couple of weeks. So I think yeah. this is a almost an evergreen topic that we'll talk about multiple. Yeah, because there's there's going to be the actual there's sale. Gonna, there's so. going to be a lot to this. Trust me, I'm going to re-listen to this episode. And I'm going to remember my question that I was going to say. And I'm going <laughs> to write it down to bring the next week. So um, let's that. let's look at Mania. Obviously, exactly. we're not going to go match by match, blow by blow, because we don't have the time for that. No. Um, can I can, can I start with something though about yeah, the show? Absolutely. Was there? Um, could they have picked any two worst opening matches? I so truly felt theory, like Cena never got out of fucking second gear. No. And I get it. Brock Lesnar and Omos was fun. It was a five-minute match. But goddamn, dude, you burnt through two matches that you could have put somewhere later in the show to give the crowd a fucking break in the first two matches. Because you went Brock, Omos, and then you went with the women's fucking fatal four-way. You went through a five-minute match and a goddamn women's tag match to start fucking night two. All right, so let's start, night, let's start at night one. Um. Given that we know what matches were on night one, what would you have started with? I would have started with a women's title match. Um, or I would have started with Logan Paul and, and Seth Rollins, like I said. Okay, I like that, that one better. That, that one, yeah, that one better. Yeah, I, like I mean, I, I said on the show I would have started with Logan Paul and and Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, I like I like the women's match being in that second to last sure. spot because, and here's I the problem. That. Here's the problem with. California WrestleManias is is I don't looking looking at it now I don't like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte being in daylight. Yeah, I hate I hated. Can we just stop doing like? And the problem is there's no like there's no closed dome stadiums on the West Coast. Isn't isn't uh, SoFi uh, optional? Well, no, it has a roof. It's got, that, it, it's it's got, got a, it's a end. it's like a window roof. Okay. Yeah, and the problem is, is they put the entrance stage right at the window. They didn't put it on the other side because then the, the fucking smoke from the fireworks can't get out. Yeah. Mm. So like, um, but even like even the ceiling itself is like glass. Yeah. Right. So like it it you're because you're gonna get yeah so it's daylight either way and that's a that that's the problem because you I mean, can't Safeco, you can't can you can't yeah well that's true they did one there before like, you're gonna get a little bit of daylight but at least it's covered yeah but you can cover it. Because like, anytime you do something on the West Coast, you're you're not going to be able to bump it later in the day because you're already starting at eight p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So you can't go. You can't go later. <laughs> yeah, you can't go seven o'clock West Coast time because you, you know your your only other option would be to move Mania up into like mid March, so that you that you get it before the time change. Time change, right? Um, but yeah, th- that's more of an aesthetic thing. So yeah, I think I think Seth and and Logan in that spot. Um. I wouldn't. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, that that match, and I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's seen, seen a ring rust. Yeah, or I think that may have been it. Like nerves. I don't know looked, what he it was. Old. He looked old too. Like like really. Was that, he, he looked is old. I know. It's just weird. It's not like, even that he looked old, man. He could he have, could he have chipped in for like a little bit of spray tan? 
Yeah, we said that. That, that motherfucker that, look, made Seamus look dark. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I was sitting there watching that going like, it's bad enough motherfucker's got hair, he's got deflated muscles, and, and he's a got a bald spot. spot. Bald but he was so that. white. God. And that's me saying this. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking whiter than white. This is whiter than rice. Like, this is true. holy hell, John. You got the yeah. money. I mean, unless unless the movie role he's about to play in b- b- means he's got to be whiter than the fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Like, what the yeah. fuck? So dude? do Holy like a quick shit. little. I mean, I'm not asking him to look like you know AEW wrestlers. That that, that overspray tan. So it was it wasn't a bad match. It just didn't. No, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't. It yeah, like didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't hit the three stars. Next year. Maybe, yeah. No, two I wouldn't even give it three stars. Wouldn't even give it three stars. Oh wow, that bad, huh? Honestly, the best part of the match was John Cena. With the Make a Wish kids before the bell rang. Oh, the funniest part was that he lost. No, um, in terms of night two, I actually loved Lesnar and Omos in the open spot. I I, I didn't hate the match. The match was what it was supposed to be. I'm not mad at the match. Then you have to put something in the two spot that's going to garner attention. From that night, the because only literally match, you went from that to the women's fatal four. The only match I would have considered. From, you went from a five minute, oh shit, he hit him with the F five, to a match that everyone was just waiting for it to fucking. The only go. match I would consider putting no night to open the triple threat IC title match. That's I would have opened. I would have opened with that. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Because you're because you're getting a banger off rip, and then I would have I would have put Brock Omos. I would have just flipped those it, two it, matches. It, Mikey, in fact, I I thought. That would have been the first match until you, until you said, oh, that's Omos and Brock. Like, oh, shit. Okay. I, I, mean, I, I like I liked Omos and, and Brock in, the, in that spot because, like, again, you're you're in and out quick. Uh, Le- Lesnar comes in in the ring like a ball of fire. He fucking ends up chucking Omos a few times. Not, Omos looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree with you, but as someone who was there, I had to hold my piss for as long as possible because there was nothing at the tail end of the show that was missable. It's true. The Snoop Dogg Shane McMahon part was the only fucking part of this entire second show after You alright, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally was the only part of the show that was missable. Basically the, the last half well, of the I, show. Well, I probably I, I would have went because they didn't uh, even really have any long video packages that you could have hoped to God you ran to and made it back for entry. I would have went. I would have went. Um, kept Le- Lesnar Omos one. I would have put the IC title in the two spot. Sure, I, that was the case. Fine, because yeah. you, but but you because went, then you settle in for a longer man. I would have given it more than sixteen minutes. Correct. Um, match your candy put a record. Oh my God! Correct. Yeah, it, it it I I. I know we're early, but I have a hard time seeing thinking Big that something's going to knock it out of my top five. That's an all-time mania match, man. That that was so good. That was so I have to go, I have good. To go back and watch it with commentaries. Can, can I just say though, uh, this mania, this one of four days of movement, easy top five all time for me. I, I can say that. I feel comfortable saying man, that. Man, that's a bold you, you, claim. Even without even with it not cooking here's, for a while. Here's here's what I'm going to say to that. Okay. There are five really, 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 really good matches. There are three or four really, really, really good moments. But man, is there just some just like 
we had an opportunity to do some things and we didn't that I don't necessarily know that I can pull the trigger and put in the top five. Like, honestly, the men's fatal four-way match was better than fucking it had any goddamn right to be. Yeah. Who might want it right? And that match, that match, I'll tell you right now, is in my top five from WrestleMania this year. You mean the triple threat? The, 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 no, the fatal four-way. The fatal four-way men's team. showcase match. Right. From yes. that one. Right. That was really good. A lot my, of fun, too. A lot of go. fun. Both nights, my top five in no particular order. Tag title match, Cody Roman, that match, the Intercontinental title match, and then the Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Oh, in, no, in, in, in no particular order. Oh, I'm sorry. Rhea Charlotte, not the Hell in the Cell. Sorry. Take Hell in okay. the Cell out. Rhea Charlotte in the top five. Um, Unfortunately, I think the Hell in the Cell got hurt by the injury. The Cre- the credit pause. to both of yeah. them for going on uh, with it. Credit to Edge for being Doing a pro to, to do stuff to distract the camera. Um Spe- speaking of things to distract the camera, you all right, uh, credit to the Miz, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, and Ref Jessica Carr for being absolute pros and and working through that moment um, on the fly. Um, I mean, Miz, he's a pro. That's what he does. Jessica Carr, she's connected to Gorilla. That you know, she she is great at what she does. Credit to fucking Snoop for doing that on the fly too. Um, but yeah, I think those are those are. Definitely the top five, Mike. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. Hey, what, what about the? Oh, go ahead. I need to 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 put a to put a big claim like that. I need to detach myself from it. Yeah. And yeah, like I need, rewatch, I need, I need it rewatch it this summer. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. This is one of those where I kind of have to like. It was. I, it I, was. It was really good. It was I'll really say, good. I'll say this though. These last three manias in general, though, card wise, they're aging beautifully. Are they going to age uh, well? You, you, so? you can take, as someone who was there, you can keep last year's. You can take that motherfucker and you can keep it. You know when, night one was fantastic. Night two ended with a fucking 17-minute fucking Roman Brock match because someone got hurt. Yeah. That, Sorry. That aged like fucking goat cheese. That didn't age like fucking anything that I want to actually fucking be involved with. Because um, at the end of the day, the final, like, if you're looking at WrestleMania, it's always what is the closing moment. The closing moment is Roman Reigns not being able to lift his left shoulder past about here because it was probably popped out of socket. Um, literally, this moment with Cody and Roman was bigger um, than that. The 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 year before with Roman winning was bigger than him beating Brock at at Jerry World. Um, you know, I'll I'll go on record and say, out of the. 11 or 12 we've been to yeah it's probably in my top three for sure uh, of the ones that we've been to um, this one or one last year this one La- okay. last last year i don't know if it cracks my top five okay just yeah, because I mean, in, in 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 recency bias i mean it, it i'm not i'm not sitting here saying it wasn't good but but i i, I need to have time away from it first yeah. You got to let it marinate for more than yeah. four days before you can sit here and make declarations that it's the greatest of all time. Because, like, I mean, just, just looking up and down the card here, like, we need to be honest about the fact that the six woman tag wasn't that great. Do, do. It was not that great, and the wrong team won. And I think that's the risk also doing it two nights is that the, the night ones have been so here, good. Here's the thing if this was a, if this was a one night show, Half of those, half of these matches don't exist. Yeah, you're right. you're you're cutting fat, 
and 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 you lose you lose importance of I mean quite frankly I think you lose some of the importance of Rhea Charlotte I think you definitely lose some of the importance of KO and Sammy like I was anti two night WrestleManias man I think you I think you actually lose more on the even more time in the IC title match absolutely you absolutely do yeah you absolutely do Uh, I was I was very anti two night WrestleMania and I. I'm to the point where I hope they never go back. Don't worry, as someone who buys tickets to them, I was very anti fucking two night two because that was two well, nights that I was buying tickets for. And literally, um, yeah, if we go back to one night, I don't know that I'm fucking like. Also, look at look, you fucking ready for it. every well, not counting 2021 because you were at half capacity or partial capacity, mm-hmm. but the last two years, they they've set all time records for WrestleMania. So they are never going back. I'll tell you that. I'll guarantee you that right now. Be, and Nick Khan even said it on one of his interviews this past weekend. He said, "We can sell double the tickets, make double the money." Thousand fans is better than than ninety five thousand. Every fans. single time, every single time. Even 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 if those thirty five thousand fans buy twenty dollar tickets each, just yeah, yeah. it's it's they're printing money. Um, yeah, the women's showcase is bad. Um, Honestly, here you go. Hot take. And I, I'll be the one again. Send the hate tweets at they call me burn. Uh, aside from the entrance to Bianca Belair, Oscar, I gave less than zero fucks about that match. I felt like that was a match that missed its its fourth it year. So bad. Definitely Bianca's worst WrestleMania match. Definitely. Yeah, I mean she's this oh, was her third. I'm sorry. Literally, her first fucking one was Sasha Banks, and her one last year was who? Oh, Becky. Okay. Let's um, be real here. Yeah, I, I felt like it was it was fine, but it it felt like a raw match. Like it just feel like it just felt like it 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 did not hit that that WrestleMania gear for me. I thought and the ending was okay though, but I thought the, the, the for the and first I also like, ten minutes still was like think that they found a way to fuck Oscar up again. I mean, oh four right, oh four uh, Mania though. Oh for her life, she's zero and six at Mania. But again, Shawn Michaels was five and eleven at WrestleMania, I mean, and yes, he's Mister WrestleMania. But my point is, why is somebody that that's three and zero at WrestleMania and women's title matches like? Why are we hyping that up? Like Bianca in the press conference, like ah, it's three in a row. Ah, it's three. Like, all right, Undertaker. Like, I I don't I don't need video packages because you've won three fucking title matches at, at WrestleMania. Like at the end of the day, her leaving with the title pissed me off more than Roman Reigns leaving with the title. How about that? I, and, I feel like you dislike Bianca Belair more than you dislike Roman no. Reigns. No, because this is, to me, this is the John Cena argument from however many years ago. They're shoving him down our throat. Turn him heel. They never will. Bianca Belair should have been a heel halfway through this fucking title run. I think it's coming soon. You're waiting too long. At this point, is anyone going to give a fuck when she turns heel? They absolutely will. That's all time. I mean, no, we're, no, we're, I, we're I, I share. Time. No, I, no, no so I share. For I share, I share your, what you're saying there. I share. I share your, your your thing here. I just think you know she still has me in the bone, but I think it's time. They, they, they got yeah, to meet on year. the bone. Is she going to hold the title for a thousand days, and we're going to have this conversation again in, in two yeah. years, whenever she's coming up to a thousand? Because literally, who's going to beat her? Maria. 
Well, when she drops the SmackDown title to whoever wins Money in the Bank, whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Maybe they unify the titles. Oh, God, don't do that. Yeah, let's, yeah, shoot Have the Money in the Bank winner do it. Who's next in line? I mean, you can. I mean, who the thing's walking out with that? I think next in line is Asuka again. I think she's going to beat Asuka again at Backlash. I think, I mean, I said I would have rather of Asuka won and used the mist and become the heel out of this and push that into the summer to let them have the big blow up match at, at SummerSlam. But now Asuka's lost all of her traction to me. I don't think Asuka's a viable opponent anymore. So, so this builds a question now. Who's the next person in line? Do you do you dust off Bailey again? Do you dust off Becky again? Do you go? Uh, I mean, no, you, you don't. Do, you don't do Bailey again or Becky again. Uh, no, I'll tell uh, you that and, right and, now. And, and personally, I don't think Bailey's going to be there for a little while. So, mm. just my personal guess. Okay, don't have any information on that. But why the fuck would you cut her from the damage control segment when they went and fought for the tag for the number one? Let's, let's, touch, let's touch on that real quick. The damage control, like this is over now, right? I mean, at this point, oh, just end it. Just end damage control. That 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 faction's cooked, man. Okay, you blow it up. What do you do with it? Do do with what the 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 members? They're so talented. They're so talented. I don't like Honestly, if Dakota Kai is not even in WWE, I couldn't care. She is she is one of the most un, non-believable superstars I can think of since I've started doing three okay. CT in the last nine EO's years. Eo is the one that's that, that's really the talent. E, Eo is Eo is, Eo is a star. She could be the next. She could she could make her way through this summer, win Money in the Bank, and cash in for the women's title. As far as I'm concerned, somebody have a piece of paper that I can put notes. Uh, I just want to know when Dakota Kai pissed in fucking Jim's Wheaties. Dude, she weighs sixty pounds, soaking wet. Nothing, nothing. She so does little Liv. Is it, is it? Is it the accent? It's little no, Liv. It's the, <laughs> no, L- little Liv is thicker than Dakota Kai. But little Liv was booked as someone who was basically thrown around like a rag doll. We were supposed to believe. We were supposed to believe that Sailor Moon Sasha Banks, who pretty much weighs the same amount as Dakota Kai, does. I mean, you're, you're talking he, to a guy he, he that isn't a big back. Sasha Banks fan, so sure. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if, out, if, out of like, out of out of the the uh, uh, the the four women, the four horsewomen, Sasha was my least favorite. So you're not you're not you're not you're not talking to a guy. I, that's, I know I'm not. I'm no just day. saying when we're when we're, when we're comparing. <laughs> Sixty-five pounds took him with a brick in their pocket. I have never, I have never watched a Dakota Kai match and been like, "Yeah, that that makes sense that she's kicking ass right now." That's why I was hoping to attack you. Uh, that, that NXT match with with Tegan Knox is on a different level, but no, it it she has done so, less than zero for me ever. So we, we know we we know our top girl. We know our top ladies: Aria, Charlotte. You know, obviously Bianca. Oscar. Oh, do we know it's Charlotte since she's taking another fucking vacation? Yeah, she's banging her husband again i don't know but yeah, uh she, but her last vacation was from may to fucking december like yeah. can we just almost say that she's basically part-time now she is part-time absolutely okay. yeah so, i'll so say then, it. so then you can't put her in your top one they, 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 they she's so, not there so who who do you see below them are potential suitors to to chase the, Bianca for a title to be in the picture like i who, mean if she's if she's gonna say a face it's Eo Sky, it's Bailey. Those are the only two that make sense. If she if she goes heel, you could put a Raquel Rodriguez on Raw and let her fight for the right. title. No problem. You could put, you know, Liv Morgan on Raw against heel fucking Bianca Belair, and it makes mm-hmm. sense. Sure. Um, you know, 
but I don't, I just don't necessarily know that they're, that's, that's what they're going to do. I think that she stays a face because, you know, the music's catchy. Everyone likes it, likes to watch her like twirl her hair and they get along with the situation. It's this kind of the same thing with Cena, you know, we can sell a jillion t-shirts a la the one that Jim's wearing right now. G I Joe's. Um, it's the best word. One of the best word shirts I've ever owned in my yeah, life. So nice literally, stuff. so literally the fact that John Cena didn't get turned heel was because they're printing money the same way that they're printing money with people falling in love with Bianca Belair. That's why I compared her to John Cena. They're going to wait too damn long. And then whenever inevitably it happens, it's going to be, Oh, I honestly think she'll get turned heel when, when this title reign ends. Sure. Whenever that is. And the thing is that there's a precedent. Money in the bank. She was a, she was a heel in NXT. There's a precedent. She I think money in the bank's honestly your best bet because like sitting here right now, I, I, you don't have, you, you can't look at somebody and go, yeah, definitely. No. So money in the bank's the, the, the best way to do it. So, I truly felt Oscar was the one that was, yeah, definitely. Especially because the character change, the new paint, all, all of it. I thought that made the most sense. And even if Oscar only held the title for a month, a month or two, I just thought it made perfect sense. And then they they decide to do that. And then the minute that the Bianca came out year. with the the dance team, to me, should have been. Oh, the, yeah. It was like this. It was like, nope, this one's over. Oh, trust me. I, the just lock it happened, in. I looked. I looked at Joe, and I was just like, "Well, we got <sighs> we got to retain." I just, right fuck, here. I just I just sighed. All I did was, <sighs> he goes, "Really, you think so?" And I go. I never needed you at all. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Just, it's the same way that I was the idiot for fucking falling for the fucking trap. WWE will never let people go home happy two nights in a row. <laughs> the minute that they, the fans got what they wanted in night one, I should have fucking no night two was going to go the way that it did. By the way, next three PLE is going to be all international. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yes. England and uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Thank you. King, King of the Ring. King Kings and I, I just, of the ring. Um, I literally just fucking. I looked at Joe and I said, "I should have fucking known it was coming." Last year they so gave thirty-seven. Us the thir- hold on, thirty-seven. They did Bianca and Roman. Okay. Yeah. Last not, year they not, did not a happy ending at the end. Last year Austin they did and Austin Roman. and Roman. Not a happy ending, really. This year, the best you talk to because it's certain people. No, no, no. Here's the thing: the face wins one night, right? The heel wins the other night. Whether you're a fan of Roman Reigns or not is irrelevant to the situation, right? Good right. guy, bad guy. They <laughs> never let they never let two good guys win. Let me just the say main that event both nights in, in the Christian household. Roman winning every year, sure. The wife yes, is happy. because yes, because your fucking nuts are in your wife's purse. We know. We get it. It is what it is. So go just just go ahead and just hand her over as a as a gift to the tribal chief um she'll appreciate it he'll appreciate it everyone will be appreciated i feel like now i need to i would need to go back and watch pandemic was the one but i don't necessarily think that you can count pandemic because i think everybody was just no no the pain you can't use you can't use empty arena slash thunderdome shows as as a barometer of anything no because the main event of night one was the boneyard match and the night two was drew getting his crowning moment yeah you cinematic a cinematic match that will never happen again and drew mcintyre's crowning moment yeah though well i I mean just in general like those shows like they were it was a weird time vacuum um i I would need to go back and watch last year's because i can't i can't remember how the 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 crowd on TV 
like reacted. Um, to Roman winning, I don't yeah. think anyone was surprised. I think everybody thought it was coming. Like oh, yeah. I feel like thirty seven, like when he beat when he beat um Edge, Edge and, and Daniel Bryan. I feel like there there felt like to me at least watching it, it felt like there was at least a fairly decent positive reaction to it. Now again, if that came across differently in house, that I don't I, know. What what I will say is is I think it was more people truly thought Brian or etch were going to walk out and Roman just wasn't going to eat the fall. And when he won, it was just kind of like, Oh shit. All right, cool. Like it was like, like, honestly, I think the moment that like hitting both of them with the spear and stacking them on top of each other and pinning both of them, like, I think people more popped for that being the close of the show rather than like him actually winning the fact that like, he stacked both of them on top of each other. Because I truly believe there was a lot of people in that audience that wanted Daniel Bryan to win, not knowing that fucking 45 days later he'd be wrestling in Tony Khan. Yeah, I, I also think we were early enough in the Roman run that, that people were still okay with it. I think I think the, what, what went wrong with this one, quote-unquote wrong, because I, I, I they, they weren't going to be wrong to me either way. Sure. And maybe this is where I'll kind of wrap up the WrestleMania talk because this is obviously the most impactful thing, I think. We didn't get to talk about the tag title match. Yes. Um, Banger. So with with the with the thing that they did quote unquote wrong this year, if you want to call it that, sure, is it felt like it felt like a slam dunk. It felt like this was the this was the first time I think in this run where the, it really felt like. This is 100% happening. Or at least like 90% happening. I, mean, like the, I think the majority of people went into, went into Sunday night thinking Roman is losing. Cody, Cody's going to finish the story. Um, and it would have been I a great say, moment. I, it would have been a I great moment. It was at least, I would say it was 70 30. I, I, I'll be honest with you. The Usos, winning, the Usos losing on Saturday actually put more down Cody winning for me on Sunday. See, I think I, I think vice versa was the way that most of the mainstream audience saw it. Roman is going to lose because of the cracks in the foundation and the bloodline. Right. As as we were as we were getting to the show and as the main event was about to start, I said ref bump Usos come out Zane and Zane and Owens take out Solo and Jimmy, leading leaving Jay there to be the person that's supposed to help Roman, a la what mm-hmm. Solo did. And rather than helping him, Jay just looks up and goes, "Do it yourself," and rolls out of the ring and just walks away. And that leads to Cody hitting Crossroads and winning the match because he doesn't technically cost Roman, but he doesn't really do anything to help Roman. Right? What was was what I said to Joe as the video package was being played out. Then Solo comes out. They throw Solo out. Then the the, the Sammy Uso Owens thing happens. They 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 brawl to the back. And I looked at Joe like as it was happening and I just kind of was like, they're about to fucking do this. Because I knew that there would be so much commotion going on that Heyman would do something, Solo, somebody. Like it just it just felt like it was gonna happen. And sure as shit it ended up happening. Yeah. Um, 
And I told Joe, I said, here's, here's truthfully, if Solo would have came out and did the move, Roman hits the, the super spear and Cody kicks out at two, they have me for the rest of the match. I truly never believed that any fall leading up to the final spear was going to end the match. I never believed any of those false finishes because I felt the Uso, Sammy, and Kevin thing was going to happen in this match. So until that happened, all of the pinfalls, all of the submission moves, I wasn't one of those fans that was jumping up out of my seat going, oh, God, yeah. Oh, I thought he had him that time. It just, I never, it never hooked me the way I know that it has hooked other people. Mm -hmm. the, the match itself was perfection. I'm not taking anything away from the match. But as, as the wrestling fan that, like, I, I want to be hooked, if Cody kicks out of that spear and they do two more false finishes and Roman hits another fucking super spear and he wins the match, I think when it was all said and done, I would have felt better about it. To me, I never got hooked to being like, Cody's got a shot to win this. Like, it just, it never grasped me that way because I felt the interference was coming. It just kind of was like, oh, well, shit, I thought we were, I thought we were kicking it into fucking overdrive now, not, fuck, it's over. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to take anything away from the match. I truly don't because it was perfection. I, I'm not denying that. I will never deny that. It will probably end up in my top five. I don't necessarily know that it'll be number one of my match of the year because I enjoyed Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos more, but I think it's because I like tag team wrestling and that it is what it is to me. Um, that match was from adrenaline in my soul, something, something Cody Rhodes to him sitting in the ring looking like John Cena sitting on the stage at WrestleMania, what was it, 33 or whatever it was, 32? 20, um, no, 2012. 2014, whatever whatever year it was, when he was literally sitting on the stage dejected. I loved every part of it. I'm not happy that Cody didn't walk out of SoFi Stadium as a champion. I'll, be the, I'll say it here on the show. I said it on last week's show after getting my flight rebooked. He should have walked out with the title. It's my personal opinion. A thousand days is cool and all, but I truly don't. And, and yes, Cody can now run the gamut to get back there. I don't know that he ever has a hotter moment than he did walking into SoFi, the woe to handing the belt to fucking Brody, Brody Lee's son. I don't necessarily know that he gets like, he'll get back up there. I ain't saying that he ain't going to get up there, but I don't know if he gets back to that. And that's the concern for me. Perhaps. I mean, time will tell. I'm not going to sit here and just wave the white flag and say I surrender and, you know, and I'm not going to care anymore. You know, I think I care too much about it to, to say that, you know, it's just one of those. I want Cody to be at the highest level that he can be for as long as he can be, because I truly feel like a lot of people take his early run slash stardust shit for granted of how entertaining he truly was um, in a WWE ring. So it's just one of those where 
I hope they prove me wrong. I truly do. I hope he gets to a higher point than what he was at walking into SoFi Stadium. You know, is it SummerSlam? Is it next year's WrestleMania? I don't know. We're going to fucking watch it. We're going to enjoy the ride either way. We're going to talk about it on this show. It is what it is. Um, anyone have any? No, I, I think in terms of the storyline, I, 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 you know, Joe said it best on the uh, reaction podcast, specifically on the night too. Like he said, he's, he's back to being that fan, just enjoying wrestling as a fan. I'm there also too. I was still on gym before the show started. Like I'm at a point where I'm at, where I was not at nine years old, watching Mega Powers disintegrate. I'm at a point now. I'm just taking the story in as a fan. I'm I'm done analyzing where it's going to go next. There's so much legs to this thing, so much me in this bone. I'm just writing myself to the story at this point. Let us let take where let's take where it goes. Well, I hope they I hope they make a decision on which way it's going, so we have something to talk about. Because if neither one of you is actually going to sit here and analyze it, then. You know, we're not going to talk about Roman Reigns for a while. No, no, I don't got to say. No, but my point is, is that I, I'm just enjoying it. I'm sure, I'm and 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 enjoying it is the is the goal, right? But inevitably, the conversation does have to occur. Of course, where do you go from here? And I and I posed the question to Joe Sunday night, and he that he said what he said, and I posed it to him this way on Monday. Which way do you go? from here you know you don't want to say which way wwe goes because you don't want to get yourself as jim so elegantly put earlier you don't want to put yourself in a vacuum and be like oh well because i thought that it was going to go this way and it did and i'm going to be pissed off about it you know because that's what wrestling fans do about announcements and shit like that um honestly the the tony Khan announcement from yesterday everybody thought he was going to announce another title belt and that they're going to fucking (laughs) england cool for them um what route do you go because i've said to Joe, you don't need him on Backlash. You don't need him at King or Queen of the Ring, even though he probably ends up there because a Saudi Arabia paycheck's a good thing to have for a 38-year-old who's just getting older. And you really don't need him at Money in the Bank because that bitch is already sold out because London is fucking full of fucking people that just want to watch wrestling. So do you even have him on a PLE until SummerSlam? I mean, he's going to be in Saudi. He's going to be there for Saudi, for sure. Oh, I mean, I I agree. I think he's going to be in Saudi Arabia. That's what I told Joe. And here's the thing. Let him beat somebody like fucking Pat McAfee. Yeah. Just show up. He ain't got to fucking go out there and have a fucking war with Seth Rollins or Gunther or Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, which is a name that Joe threw out there. Let Sheamus lose to him. I'd be fine with it. Sheamus hasn't had a fucking world title match in four score and seven years ago yeah i mean it, it at this point honestly with it being king and queen of the ring that tournament should be taking the priority of the saudi arabia show it should yeah absolutely so do you really need roman reigns i mean i said this i, I mean if you're gonna put roman reigns on a show between now and SummerSlam, put him in a six-man tag match let it be cody in the fucking this is before the Brock Lesnar situation, so please take that with a grain of salt. I said I'd let it be Kevin, Sammy, and Cody versus the Usos and Roman or the Usos and Solo at Backrash. I but mean, obviously that's not the route we're going now because I think we're obviously getting Brock and Cody. So not not at Backrash, but I don't think that Cody's way, you, going to be. How do you feel about that? It's cool. Here, here's the thing. If he's not going to fight for the title... You put him in the next biggest thing that isn't the title. And what is it? It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah that's easy. 
I mean, honestly, because what else were you gonna do? You're gonna have him go fight Theory for the U.S. title and just take all the wind out of his fucking sail? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, you're gonna because honestly, Theory's probably your next best heel on Raw right now. Because mm-hmm. you're not gonna. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have a fucking feud with Solo. You can get three, or four months out of this Brock Cody thing, right? To, to get you to SummerSlam, right? Well, yeah, there's three shows. I mean, here's here's the here's the, here's the situation, and the more this is over the last couple of days, it's, it's come to my attention. I, me and Joe said Cody Cody at SummerSlam probably wins the belts. It's not SummerSlam because he's going to have Brock at SummerSlam. I think it's next. I think it's next year Mania, honestly. I think they're going to they're going to build my it the problem, way they wanted to originally. My only my only problem with that then is then you start looking at the dates. Well, you know. He's only like 60 days from beating a fucking Hogan record. He's only 100 more days from beating like this and being in the top two of all like all time. Like, do we just keep extending Roman Reigns' title runs like we do his gray beard hair? Because like those are growing by the day. I like, saw this. Like, I saw this on Twitter earlier. I was talking to the three count. I guys. did too. Uh, the the one where it was like however many shows he would need to catch each reign. Yeah. So to to yeah, hit a thousand okay. days. Um, that gets you backlash. to May twenty seventh. Um, they say backlash, but I already did the math on that. May twenty seventh is the day of King and Queens of the Ring. Ah, so Saudi Arabia is a thousand days. Period. Ain't ain't losing it there. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna lose it there. Next one to beat Pedro Morales will be one thousand twenty eight days. Um, that is June twenty fourth. So that puts you the the one right after that. Then would be Money in the Bank. Um, to get to Bruno's first run, uh, which was 1,238, which would be 1,238 days. That puts you around Royal Rumble next year. And Hogan's a little bit after that. Hogan um, would be September of 2024, 1,475 days. Yeah, Hogan was four years and a few days after that. Yep. Um, right, so he's, losing the, so he's losing the title at fucking Crown, 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 Jewel, next at Crown Jewel. <laughs> Crown Jewel 2024. Yeah. <laughs> to beat Bob Backlund, which was would be 2,136 days. That is July 26th, which would be my 41st birthday. 2025, right? Uh, 2026. Ooh, even worse. Okay. Yeah, that would be my 41st birthday. I, I think, I think, as I think we, we learned earlier of, tonight, I turn 38 this year. I, I feel like we have a better shot of him losing his smile like Shawn Michaels. Before and uh, to beat Bruno's um, forever run, it would be 2,804 days. Um, that would be May 4th, 2028. <laughs> okay, so it's, that's five, so, years so that's five so more like years. 58-year-old Roman Reigns being the universal champion, never losing. Um, sweet, love it. So here's the deal. Um, out, out of out of those things I just listed, I think the the last one that would even be in play would be twenty twenty four the 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 Royal Rumble one because I, uh-huh. I I think if he if he gets that far, I think you lose it at Mania. So I think Ho- which Hogan then puts him at third all time fourth. Is is Hogan twenty twenty four or is Hogan twenty twenty five? Hogan is September of twenty twenty four. I think I think I truly think that's in play. Mm, I don't. Well, there's a question. How do you line up Cody next next year? I, I think you get main, you get rematch of Mania. So you got Brock. I'll get you a couple three four months of of, of feuding. Who else do you okay. get Cody to feud with? Another Seth run? Do you get another another no. maybe Randy Orton or return Randy Orton? Nope. 
Who, nope. who else? Nope. Who do you dust off? Who, who do you dust off the title? You don't dust anyone off. You you people want to compare him to being Rocky that he's got to go through the, the the mountains to get there. Yeah, it's Gunther. I was gonna say I was gonna say that too. Gunther you go through the two biggest guys on the roster. Yeah, you get your ass kicked. You get back up. Love you it. Keep fucking fighting to get to fucking Roman Reigns. Here's the thing. Finish the story. Write the next chapter. Go get your ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. Win the feud. Go get the shit kicked in by fucking Gunther. Win the feud. Go win the Royal Rumble. Go fight Roman Reigns. Go win the title. Yeah. You got to You because here's the thing. If you go from a big ass motherfucker like Brock Lesnar to Seth Rollins. What? Okay, cool. He can beat guys that are his size with ease. Roman Reigns is not his size. If, if, if we're doing this, that Roman Reigns is this unbeatable champion, that he's on this podium, that he is the untouchable member of the roster. You've got to go through the biggest guys to get it. Fuck it. Give me a two month Omos food feud. How is five foot seven Cody Rhodes going to beat seven foot three Omos? He's going to have to find a way by doing the work. Part of the reason I picked Omos to win the matches because I thought that there was almost up for Cody's one of the Cody options. I'm, just, Cody I, wins the title, I'm just saying at the end of the day, put him up against every big guy that you have. Let so him lose some matches. So let Brock, him win the feud. Gunther Omos. Who else is a big dude that we can throw in there in the mix? Fuck, put him in the ring against Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. Ooh, Sheamus, yeah. You know, put him in the ring. If Big E's ever able to make a return, put him in the ring with Big E. Put him in there with the, quote, heavyweights. Make mm. him go out there and fucking get grinded to the mat and fucking grind and grind and grind. Because that's how you get him back to this point. You know, I was able to beat the guys that my that are my size. I was able to beat the Seth Rollins of the world. I was able to beat the the Austin theories of the world. I couldn't beat a guy that was bigger than me. Well, why not? Because I never challenged myself. Now I need to take the step back and work my way through the challenge. I need to go beat Drew. I need to go beat Sheamus. I need to go beat Gunther. I need to go beat Omos. I need to beat Brock. Okay, I've taken the best that all these big motherfuckers have. If I've beaten all of them, I've taken all five of those guys, and I've beaten every one of them. Mm -hmm. Each one of them is proven at a step of the way to give me a small piece of what I need to beat Roman Reigns. Gunther, the power. Omos, the size. Uh, Drew McIntyre, the agility. Uh, Sheamus, the speed. Um, Brock Lesnar, the fuck, just the, the zero fucks given. Now put all of that together, come up with a game plan, and go finish the story in Philadelphia. There it is. For forecasting and fucking uh, no, fancy no, no, booking. No, no. I'm not fancy booking anything. <laughs> what I want to happen. That that's what I want. And that means that if Roman Reigns goes through Sheamus and Seth again and whomever else, fine. It is what it is. Honestly, Cody Rhodes wins the title at fucking WrestleMania and somebody catches him the next night on Monday Night Raw. It's all about the chase. It's all about the chase. Well, now he's going to go chase whoever fucking cashed in Money in the Bank. Yeah. All right. I, I, just my personal opinion. What the hell do I know? No. I, I'm just some guy. Um, But you guys talk for a second about something before we move to the brackets. I have to go get my wife ibuprofen. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, But, but EJ, to, to your point, because I know you were, you were talking about um the, like, where, where this ranks. Like I'm, I'm, I'm keep looking up and down this card. The, the event is okay. Um, and like, so night one. I mean, yeah, the 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 fatal four way showcase match. 
Um, definitely exceeded expectation. Uh, the, the so the six woman tag was the low point of the entire weekend. Of at, at the very least that night. Um, I I I get why Ray won. I still think Dom should have won. Um, I still think Finn should. So like to me, this was more of a um. I had more issue with booking decisions on this yes. show than I yes. did. Like match quality overall, I think was there. I think booking decisions, a few here and there, um, is what kind of undersold it for me. Um, but like I said, I gotta I gotta disconnect from it. Um, yeah, I agree. To to be able to kind of fully evaluate it. So to to kind of put this last bow before we get to the bracket, what it, what is your guys' grade for Mania EJ? I, I give it an A. Give it an A, Mike. Give it, give it an A. I'm gonna say A minus slash B plus, like, and maybe it's because I didn't get to experience the commentary and anything like that because I haven't gone back and watched the show because that does affect the way that it yeah can be reviewed. Like, if Michael Cole sells something, you know, that I didn't believe, like listening to it may have made me because I mean sell for it. Let's so. be he honest, he was it's great. A- he was great. Oh, Michael Colt, yeah, he's he's the great. Um, but because again, as as great as seeing live wrestling is, it's a TV show. Yes, correct. Like we've all we've we've been there in the building. We you know we've seen when the lights go out. It's not that dark when you're actually in the building. You want to know how you want you want to know like, all those boos that you guys heard every time, randomly in a match. You want to know what it was for? What? Beach balls. If, no, the boo was because literally. They took the fucking feed off of the fucking scoreboard. Uh. Literally, the crowd was booing at certain points during certain matches because they took the fucking video feed down because they were it, it was lagging on the fucking scoreboard. Oh, OK. It was literally behind. So it was like they were plugging the WWE Network feed or the <laughs> Peacock feed up. And it was like you could hear them bang the mat for like one, two. And you would hear the kick out. You'd look up and like as you look up. It's like the hands coming down for two. Oof! Yeah. It's like wow. That's, hello, that's, hello, delay. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. That's not <laughs> so great. So literally, they were messing with it like all day Saturday and Sunday. So every time that it went down, it was the fans booing because they were taking it down to work on it. I just laughed the whole fucking. But time. Uh, yeah, I'd go A minus. Like it, it was, it was good to me. I'm gonna get I, like it's, it's nitpicky on some booking decisions. Yeah. So but six, for six the match. but for for the most part. Um, Domin I think everybody I think everybody brought it. I mean I get why Ray won. I like yeah. I do too. How do you how do you have him lose when he's going into the Hall of Fame? Like really? And an intro too, man. That entrance was No, both their intros were great. Dom's Dom's is arguably in my opinion the best WrestleMania entrance of all time. That was so goddamn good. Wow, that that high. It huh? was that good. Like <laughs> dude, come on. Coming out in the fucking prison car with the teardrop he's got yeah. the mask he does his dad's fucking halloween havoc attire come on it, it, it was so good it was oh for sure it it's great. unbelievable all right but mike let's um let's head to your uh your bracket let's close this thing out because i know we, we we missed out on closing it out last week yeah thanks delta motherfuckers uh, all right so we'll start in the uh, upper left hand side of the bracket we are in the Sweet 16 uh, first matchup, uh, and we'll just do this the way that we did it last, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Jim and Ernest, you'll vote. If it's a tie, I'll break the tie. Okay. 
Uh, first off, WrestleMania five, Savage Hogan, obviously taking on the WrestleMania 37 night two main event, which was uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Ooh. I'm surprised here. I'm going to go 37. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, 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 as a guy who's favorite WrestleMania of all wow. time is five. But, wow. that match the, that, but that match is a knockdown. That does not mean the best Savage Hogan match of all time. So, no. Yeah, I think I got to go 37 as well. Um, yeah, it was more the story as opposed to the match. Right, right. At five. The lead All up right. was great. Its opponent in the Elite Eight will either be from WrestleMania 3, it is Hogan versus Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. or from WrestleMania 14, Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels with Mike Tyson as the special guest <sighs> uh, enforcer. I got to tell you, HBK fucking. I mean, I know it wasn't the greatest match, but given the circumstances, man. I broke my back. Spine. I'll say this. I'm, I'm going to go Hogan Andre because the better story within the match, given Andre's condition and all that. I'll go Hogan Andre by a, a, a smidge just because the storytelling in that match was great. Man. Oh, that's tough. I am going to go Austin because that launched the greatest period of time uh, historic, like you know, historically speaking, in this, in the, and I will say division. too, also that ba- that match is better than, than than people give it credit for, given the fact that Michaels was hurt. Yeah, I give credit to Michaels. That's what I'm saying. That I love that match. Actually, when you realize, uh, Austin and Shawn Michaels will move on. I am picking it over uh, Hogan Andre. Michael, uh, bottom left side of the bracket is WrestleMania 31, which the main event for that match for that uh, the heist of the century, right? Heist the heist yeah. of the century. And it is going up against 37 Night One, which was Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks in the first uh, oh, all-female African-American uh, final main event. Yeah I, fu- yeah, I fucked you guys up on these. Trust me. We got I to the hard part. Time. Yeah. We got to the hard part of the bracket. You missed the easy stuff where it was like, you want to vote for Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow <laughs> right? or Doink versus Crush. We got through the easy stuff. So, so like even, even before the heist, though, the match was actually pretty decent. Even before the heist happened, it was a good match. I agree. Suplex City, bitch. Um, that was the birth of Suplex dude, City, Dude, give me, give me heist of the century. That was still one of the most fucking bananas thing I've ever seen. Like, you ne- like nobody ever thought. You like, never saw it coming. At no point did you ever go, why, isn't the, the why doesn't somebody check cash in, and, 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 in the middle of the match? that's it there. It changed everything, dude. Like, while Sasha and Bianca might, might, might be the better technical I mean, match. Uh, yeah, that it's match about, is fantastic. It's about, it's, about, it's about moments. It's about moments. And, yeah. again, that no one – if you take away the heist, then maybe Sasha and Bianca wins, that, wins this battle. Oh, right? yeah. If, it, if we're just talking Brock Roman or Sasha versus Bianca, I think, yeah, to me, yeah. Sasha Bianca takes it easy. But that, that cash-in that you never saw coming and commentary was perfect with it. Commentary was great on both. But yeah, give me Heist of the Century. Yeah, me too. Heist as well. All right, the Heist of the Century moves on. And it will go up against in the Elite Eight, the main event from WrestleMania 26, which is... The Angle and Michaels or no? No. 26 is Sean versus HBK, Career versus Streak. Yeah, Taker, it, Taker, Michaels. Taker versus HBK. Yeah, and it goes up against the Iron Man match. That's two. That's part two, right? It's the second match. Yeah. It's, second match. Streak, right, right. it's Streak versus Career. And it this it's WrestleMania twenty six against the Iron Man match from WrestleMania twelve. Give me give me uh Taker and Michael. 
This is tough. I know it's tough for you, buddy. Look, I, Iron Man match goes down as one of my my best Mania matches of all time. So I got to go Iron Man. I'll make Mike decide. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people think that twenty six was better than twenty five match. I, I don't know why I go that far, but I think twenty five was the better of the two matches. I, I agree. The agree the moment also. of the retirement of Michaels, like the, the the closing of that match with Michaels, like just doing this fighting, Reluctant, like 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 fighting until he died, crawling yeah, crawling up Taker's body, like that moment, yeah, fucking like all of you it. know, it was like the end of the the Flair Michaels match. I mean, I will say I do enjoy the Iron Man match though. I I watched it last year. I, 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 I love it. 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 Like people can crap on how they want, and it it's different. But I don't. Okay, so I don't. I don't hate the Iron Man match, and I'm actually going to pick it to go to move on because it was the first of its kind. Yeah. On a on a on a national like standpoint, yeah, there was Broadways and shit like that that happened. But there were points of that match that literally, and it's the same way that they did with the MJF Daniel Bryan match. Like, there was like 35 minutes of action, and then there was like a solid 25. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes of them just sitting there with a thumb up their ass. Literally. <laughs> me and Joe yeah. talked about oh, it the yeah. other day. Me and Joe talked about it the other day. You race like the first like 10 or 12 minutes and then like you have action and then it's like the next like 10 or 12 minutes and then you have action. Like if you take out those rest spots, you got a 35 minute match that's fucking fantastic. It might be one of the best in-ring matches ever. Uh, right. Upper right hand side of the bracket, we have uh, 36 night one taking on WrestleMania 17. For those of you that don't know, 17 is Rock versus Stone Cold. 36 night one is the Boneyard. Uh, AJ Styles versus Undertaker in the bone, in the Boner match. Boneyard, without question or debate. <sighs> that's hard. That's that's in my top the five ending, Mania main events. Right, the ending. Period, though, with a bullet. The, so the ending of, uh, of uh, what's the other one you say? Um, Rock Austin. Rock Austin. Fuck one- me. The one where Rock, the one where Austin goes literally, I should have fucking Stone Cold stunned him because I knew this wasn't gonna fucking. Yeah, work. in hindsight, right. Austin's like, we fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up. We fucked up. If you if you're sitting here telling me that the guy who was in the main event is saying I fucked up, I can't fucking put it ahead of a, a top five fucking WrestleMania match of all time. No, I'm I'm gonna go Boneyard too. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking sweep. Like, that was, that wasn't that wasn't even close. If you would have if you would have taken seventeen, it was still moving on because I was taking Plus, a match no matter what. But Metallica fanboy here, Metallica's part of that match too. Also, shocker, the music. Uh, it'll take on. Ooh, excuse me. The main event from WrestleMania thirty-five, which was the women's triple threat match, or the main event from WrestleMania fifteen, which was the first of the uh, Rock Stone Cold. Matches with mankind and, as the special guest referee, and the worst of the three trilogy, by the way, for the record of the Austin Rock. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, Absolutely. Go, go on Twitter. There's people that'll actually fucking argue that it's that's, that's stupid. Ooh, it's fucking yeah, well, people are. Well, I'm sorry. WrestleMania 17, the match may have been great, but the fucking finish fucking dwarf. Agreed. It. 19 was the best match because it was the fucking yep. match they let them fucking agree. Agree. But, but people don't want to fucking pick that. They want to pick 17. So I'm a 19 over, over 15 and 17. Um. I didn't really enjoy the uh, triple threat match for the ladies. It was okay. Here's my but... problem with the triple threat match for the women. And this but... is there. The hype from having fucking Kofi Mania happen. Mm-hmm. The crowd used all of their energy. And when you put this match at the end of a 19 hour fucking uh, 16 degree fucking New York yep. fucking WrestleMania, Correct. it was hard for the crowd to be fucking excited. I agree. I agree. They were worn out. 
um, gassed. We were I'm all gonna, gassed. I'm going to take the uh, Austin Austin uh, Rock uh, match from 15. Reluctantly, but how, how did how did how did they make it this far though? It, I'm just curious. It beat okay, so it beat the WrestleMania 15 beat WrestleMania 25, which was um, Triple H versus Randy Orton in a very fucking forgettable match. Okay. And 35 beat WrestleMania 6, which was... Hogan Warrior. Hogan Warrior. Hogan Warrior. <sighs> I would put Hogan Warrior with that, me personally, but... I, I would have too, but I didn't get a vote because Jim and Joe both snapped fucking... Hey, fuck you, Jim. <laughs> you know what? Oh. You regret it now? No. No. The storytelling, the Hogan Warrior matches towards the storytelling. I'm gonna go. Match. I'm. I'm gonna go. Same reason because I don't. I don't think the 15 match was that great. I don't think the 35 match was that great. Um, I get it was Rock and Austin's first, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the history of the moment of 35 to take it. I'm gonna splice this episode with uh, the uh, yeah, part of this. I'll uh, I'll definitely take 35. I think it was. It was the history, the history portion of of the night. Right. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So, uh, all right, bottom right side of the bracket: WrestleMania 19, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, in the Shooting Star uh, Gone Wrong. Hurts ready. And every time I hear that fucking magic, my neck starts hurting. It goes up against. <laughs> it goes up against its main event from the following year's WrestleMania: Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Bowflex. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, again, we can't. We, you can't we, we, like you can't erase no, wait, history. Wait, 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 that no, triple no, threat no. was so good. That triple threat match. Twenty. The answer is twenty. Go ahead, Mike. No, it's you two, and I'm the tiebreaker. It's twenty. I mean, it was going on it's no 20. matter what. Nineteen was, was good. Move on. Brock and nine, nineteen was, was really good. It's one of my favorite WrestleMania main events. I have would, I had it as the three seed. What would you pick it if, if I went the other way? What would you pick the top? I I probably would have went with twenty, okay. because as much as you want to erase him from history, the the storytelling in that match is the storytelling some of the best was storytelling. great. And then you get like look again I, I the moment the moment with him and Eddie the moment with him and Eddie man like I watch yeah. that tonight, I watch that tonight actually again no, it no, all no. It, it sucks and again like knowing what we know now. It's, it's a, it's a CTE situation, and we can't. We but we can't like uh, we can't erase what he did at the end of his life. But we also can't like if we're talking WrestleMania main events, like yeah, they didn't remove it from Peacock. You the... just can't search his mm -hmm. name. Yeah, we're talking about the main event of the show, not the fact that what he did when he fucking went home. Right. Exactly. 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 Uh, final bracket uh, on the lower right hand side: WrestleMania thirty. The culmination of the Yes movement against arguably the funnest main event in WrestleMania history: thirty-eight night one Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. Oh fuck! Oh god, no! <laughs> god, I just broke Jim. I just broke him. Jim is broken, man. I'm gonna go Austin and KO though, just because it's more fun. Just put the fun to it. That sucks though, because I don't want to. I don't want to fucking shit on Daniel Bryan's parade parade here. Fuck, give me, give me Austin. Fuck. Oh, he's man. doing the yes movement. He's doing it. He's doing it. Doing the yes. Dude, movement. it was perfect. Like man, oh. that like that. I, you go back and watch that fucking ending, and it was just, it was incredible. Is it, is it that hard actually? Yeah, this is hard, dude. Yeah, you got to remember, this... I was in the fucking crowd for both of these. I know. 
Never saw the Stone Cold WrestleMania match until 38 night one. So it's a more of a, I got that. It's so, but, and I'll, I said this to Joe referring to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Those are the first guys that like are our guys, like ring yeah. of honor, met him at the meet and greet, have a picture with generico, AKA Sami Zayn in his generico mask, you know, have talked to both of them on multiple shows, had a beer with Kevin Owens at a fucking show in new Orleans. Like, those are our guys. Like, I feel like Brian's our guy too. So it's like, I got to watch the culmination of one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Cheers. Um, but I also got to watch that guy fucking do some shit that t- people told him he was never going to do again. Like literally this, this will probably be one of the, one of, if not the hardest picks that I'll have as a tiebreaker in this entire fucking thing. And I'm the one who seated all of these by himself. Literally, I could have moved this so this could have been the fucking finals, and oh, I didn't. Um, with that being said, though, I'm going to go with Jim. I, I'm I'm going yes movement. Um, while I loved Owens and Austin, and it was entertaining as fuck, there was also a lot of that match where it was like you could see Kevin was wearing like kid gloves because he yeah. didn't want to hurt him. So... All right, we're at the Elite Eight. Left side of the bracket, WrestleMania 37, night two. Smash them, stack them, mega blast them. Versus sure. WrestleMania 14. Uh, acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. Yep. You, guys are, you guys are really doing this? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, the fact, that, the fact that 14 got this far, number one, it's actually amazing. Is it, though? I mean, it was a good match. I mean, if Michaels was healthy, it would have been a great match. I mean, I, mean, I mean, you're surprised that it beat WrestleMania 3 or WrestleMania 4? Well, 4 was... 4 was the fucking Macho. tournament. Right. 4 was so. a tournament. Fuck that match. It was like a 7-minute who gives a fuck. Right. And you guys picked it to beat 3. Literally, it had a pretty easy run to the fucking Elite 8. I didn't pick a big 3. I, I, I picked 3. We as a oh 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 okay, right 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 picked it to beat WrestleMania three right literally it had the like one seed beating the sixteen and the nine to get mm. to the fucking final four um, left bottom left side WrestleMania thirty one versus WrestleMania twelve Iron Man sorry match. Jim Iron Man match v um, thirty one was Brock heist. versus Roman heist. heist of the century gotta go heist man gotta go heist. Mm. Sorry, Brett. Heist, <laughs> heist. Well, I mean, I mean, you could have picked you. You, you didn't have to say sorry, Brett, because I was going to take the heist anyways. No, I got, I got to, I got to do right. I got to do Cause right. Because here's, here's my thing. Like I said, moment. it's the fucking moment. It, but like I said, I couldn't pick it over the heist because at least Roman versus Brock before Seth came out. There was a shit ton of action. The birth of Super yeah. City. They they beat the shit out of each other. There was there was a lot of wrestling. That's what started. That's what started actually. Yeah, in that match, he throws him for the first one, and he looks over the crowd. He's like, "Welcome to Suplex City, bitch." Remember that? Like but he, then I started there. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, thirty-one was. Yeah, I mean, heist, that's heist. also the first time they started counting the fucking Germans. Uh, right hand, upper right hand side, thirty-six night one versus thirty-five. Boneyard. This was nice. Boneyard versus. Boneyard. Boneyard. Oh yeah, easy. Boneyard. 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 All right, Boneyard goes to 
What, what Uh-oh. We lost Michael. Oh, Michael, come back in here. I think he might have... <laughs> He might have bumped his uh, <laughs> his window and closed himself out. He'll be back in a second, I am sure. God, I fucking love the Boneyard, man. I haven't, wa- I haven't watched I haven't watched. It holds up. It still holds up. I just watched it the other week. It, it, what, the Iron Man? Well, Iron Man, yeah. He went through it. But Boneyard. I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't watched it pretty much since like, like Oh, the Boneyard's year. great. The Boneyard's of course it's great. great. They put Metallica there. Now that we're dead. It was just, man, it was just perfect. And there was, I don't think there's any better way to uh, to finish The Undertaker's career. You accidentally there hit the close button, didn't you? The fuck happened, no. buddy? No, the whole thing just crashed. I was literally writing, and the whole th- I looked oh, up, and funny. the whole thing was gone. I was like, son of a bitch. Um, all right, so 36 night one moves on. Bottom right side, 20 versus 30. Triple threat, the uh, triple threat. Battle of the Triple Threat matches. Yes Movement versus Bowflex. Give me Yes Movement, baby. I'll take the Yes because of the moment. It was going to move on anyways, like I said yeah. with, when I was talking about Brian. All right, 20 had a longer four. run than it probably should have. but Yeah. Final four, 37, night two. Smash them, stack them, mega blast them. Uh, takes on WrestleMania 31. Heist. Okay. Heist of the Century v... Smash them, stack them, mega blast them. Heist. Yeah. Heist. Yeah, that was going on no matter what. Because fuck you guys. Um, 36 night one, Boneyard versus Yes Movement. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Broken. Like, you knew this was coming. You knew we were going to get to this point. Uh, Boneyard against Heist, then? Bo- uh, no. Boneyard versus uh, Yes Movement. The triple threat match with Brian culminating. Or the end of the Undertaker's career. I'll go Boneyard just because of uh, the moment. I guess not the moment, but more so just uh, I don't know Boneyard. I go Boneyard. It's 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 culminating everything of Taker. Ernest, Ernest takes the boner. Yeah. Oh. You should, you should take the other one so make Jim pick fucking more pressure on Jim. No, break his no, fucking brain. no. <laughs> oh no! Nah, I, I would just quit the show. Um. He 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 would magically just disappear from the fucking. Fuck it, man. Boneyard. Yeah, it was there moving on. It was it was moving okay. on no matter what. I was taking okay. it too, so you're good. You know what? Then my I changed my vote. I I'll, I'll give the honor of, of that to at least get a vote, but Boneyard moves on then. Okay. And last, all right, culmination. culmination. Boneyard versus Heist of the Century. Heist. To me, it's Heist. This one, this one's rough, dude. <laughs> this one's real rough. Yeah, I go Heist. Oh my god! Because like, if if I really Ernest, if say you'll go heist one more fucking time, dude, we get it. You're voting if, for the fucking if, heist. If man, if if I if like gun to my head, if like I really had to put down, like, top mania main events, the, like, or like top mania like main event moments, man, like the, like these two are gonna be in that. Ah, mm-hmm. these are both gonna be in there. Um, I mean, honestly, honestly, I would say three out of the final four would probably be in my top. Like, yeah five because yeah. the the only one that wouldn't be would smash them stack them mega blast them because while the match was entertaining that moment isn't on the same level as the yes movement the fuck no. or the heist so fuck no. literally like when you're talking about wrestlemania main event moments like it's those three moments it's hogan slamming andre you know dude the same reason that i picked this in the first round and every round since then i put myself back how i felt three years ago how thankful I was for WrestleMania 
And man, I could not have anticipated what we got. Boneyard match. Great. It's all you, Michael. Michael. Oh, right. This fucking, warrior is fucking hurts. <laughs> it fucking hurts because they are both so good. But like, really is there a way you can, is there a way you can put, this, put this whole thing on when, when it's all done? Put it out the tie brackets. I can see how we got here. You mean like that? I guess the the boneyard match, like that that mania, man. It was. I I didn't realize how much I needed that WrestleMania at that point. The Boneyard man, so like that that's gonna be that's gonna always hold a special place to me because of that. Joe was trying to have it lose to like WrestleMania twenty eight. He was literally trying to sell us on that match being better. Um, you know what? And I think it's. I'm voting this way because of the fact that we were there and literally the crowd, nobody knew it was coming, but when that fucking music hit, we all fucking were like, holy shit. Um, it's one of the first times Joe's ever like turned around and like basically like shoved me because he was, he had no idea what to fucking do. Um, literally like, like, what do I do with my hands? Like, what do I do with my hands? Um, I'm, I will be a active proponent for my love for the Boneyard match like yours, Jim. But there's something about that that, that hits on a personal level for you. There's just something about seeing him run to the ring with the fucking dented ass fucking. Especially when you're there. But even if I wasn't there, because Seth Rollins is another guy, like I saw him as Tyler Black wrestling in Ring of Honor with Jimmy Jacobs as the age of the fall against the Briscoe brothers, like two years before that. And like that moment of seeing and another one of those, it's our guy. Like seeing our guy run to the ring to fucking have that moment after the breakup of the shield and the way that they had built him. And and honestly, people lost kind of lost faith in what WWE was doing with, with him at points with J and J security. So to see the culmination of that in on that stage. And that's the thing we had had money in the bank for what, like seven, eight years before that. And nobody had made it to WrestleMania. WWE had used it as an out. If someone got hurt or if someone wanted to take a vacation or, you know, they decide, okay, it's cool to have a title change at, at the insert show here. Like nobody had held on to it until WrestleMania. So for them to get to WrestleMania with it, it was just like, all right, this makes perfect sense. And then he loses earlier in the night with the pop-up RKO from the stomp. Like, nobody thought that that was coming. And I think that, like, the fact that they were able to pull that off as well as they did, I just, I don't, I don't think that there's a bigger ending to a WrestleMania than that. So... That's the bracket. Congratulations to the heist of the century. Uh, congratulations to the Boneyard match for getting it through the first uh, 42, I guess, Darn main right, events. Was right. Hogan Slaughter like, out in round one? Early. Yeah, okay. it was out early. It wasn't good. Super, super early. We got to be honest. It wasn't good. It's a terrible match. Horrible match. Horrible. Hor- horrible, horrible human being. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible human being.
we got an Iraqi sympathizer who is a GI Joe, and we have a guy who hates black people. Horrible human. Horrible. Horrible human. I gotta just cut the make it horrible. 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 Yeah, anytime you're talking about fucking Hulk Hogan, horrible. Just in general. Horrible. Um, all right. So wrestlers of the week. Uh, this is normally the part of the show where I would present to you the wrestlers of the month, or that's what I would have done at the beginning of the show. Um, but but you see, I don't have a list for Joe. What happened was Well, what had happened was is we were gone until Tuesday morning at like seven AM when we landed. Um and I know he worked tonight, so and I sent the list super late anyways. I fucked that up. Um, I'll be the first one to admit that. But that was because, hey, by the way, when I was getting off the show last week, I was trying to figure out if I was actually still flying to fucking California or not. <laughs> so a little preoccupied. So um, screwed that up a little bit. Uh, hopefully Joe will get me a list. Uh, we'll go over him on next week's show. Um, I'll give Joe until next week to give me his list um, so that I can – give the proper points to the people that need them. Um, if he doesn't have me a list by Tuesday, though, I'm just going to grade them, and then we'll talk about them at the beginning of next week's show. Um, but let's get to wrestlers of the week. Joe's not here. Um, I asked him to send me a list of two wrestlers. I'm going to just give his two off rip so they don't get drafted. That's fine. Um, so that everybody makes the uh, the ample spot here. Uh, Joe's first pick is the still United States champion, Austin Theory. Surprise. Naturally. And his second pick is the... I don't know why he put her too, but he put her too. It's Rhea Ripley. Um, so he has ripples and theory. Uh, Ernest, uh, we will uh, vacate the floor to you. All right. Like I said, in my uh, tagline and knowledge, give me Roman Reigns. All right, Jim. Uh, give me Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sami and KO. Um, I'll take the still uh, Intercontinental Champion. Give me Gunther. Uh, give me, uh, she retained. I'll give Bianca Belair. Give me and new NXT heavyweight champion, Carmelo Hayes. Melo. Don't don't miss. miss. Um, you know what? And I, and I told this to Joe, and I'm going to do this because I know that this week in wrestling is going to suck so bad. I'm going to save somebody from this week for next week because I know how bad wrestling is going to fucking be. So with that being said, I'm fucking saving the guy who I want to put here. Just know he's going to be one of my picks next week. I'll tell you guys off air because of obvious reasons. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Give me the new... Oh, do I want to do it or do I not want to do it? Fuck. This is where I'm like. Just uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> just do it. Give me, give me, uh, give me the new uh, NX, uh, the AEW Tag Team Champions. Give me the revival. Give me FTR. Nice. Nice. I, I was like, do I go with them or do I go with somebody else from fucking WrestleMania? Do I go with Indy Hartwell? I'm like, fuck, what do I do? It's a good one there. So hard. Um, all right. Uh, that's the wrestlers of the week. Um, as always, uh, we'll talk about uh, wrestlers next week. I'll probably end up taking Indy Hartwell and the other person next week, or I'll save them for Joe whenever he doesn't know uh, what's going on in professional wrestling. There we go. 
Uh, Ernest, uh, plug away. Let's get out of here. All right, you can well, on Twitter at E Seven. Check out my podcast, Richard Podcast. I just did a uh, uh, pod with uh, your own Ryan Miller of Three Three CT on yesterday. First time on the podcast. Great conversation about WrestleMania, wrestling as a whole. I hope, I hope talk, Ryan told you to shove it. No, talk, talk, talk politics on there too, especially. I had a good time on that one. Um, so yeah, check that out. That came out this, this morning actually. Um, other than that, uh, this um, that podcast, of course. Uh, and one, I haven't done one this week. We'll get that next week when the playoffs start. Yeah, so, I haven't. I haven't done a hockey show either because yeah, the, yeah, I, I, the, the, the last couple of weeks have been a blur. I, I've kind of let go on uh, five observations as well. Yeah, literally, like literally, like this was like the worst because I didn't have a day off for like seventeen days yeah, in a row yeah, before we went. So I was like, uh, and the Capitals suck. So I all wasn't good. Doing a hockey show. All good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's all I got, man. It's a good show today. Jimothy. Um, honor, honorable mention um, in terms of wrestlers of the week to Stacy Keebler's legs uh, because <laughs> them things are still, still on point. Um, she still got it. Uh, yeah. So kudos to her. Uh, but uh, no, you follow me at Big Jim Sports. Uh, but but more importantly, uh, at Huddle Up Podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, hit the link trees there. Uh, make sure you're following along the show. We have another uh, off season episode coming out uh, on Tuesday. Um, so uh, that that will be the uh, the second of the episodes we put in the can um, on our last recording set. Uh, three count Thursday. Um, the we closed out. Obviously, we 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 talked about um, the WWE merger. Um, we talked about WrestleMania, and we closed out year two of Wrestler of the Year. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, we have a fun uh, Tuesday episode. We had a great one this past week that we recorded on Saturday between. NXT and uh, and WrestleMania, so that was a blast. Stand and feel your liver. Between stand and feel your liver, um, and uh, and WrestleMania, so we had a blast with that one. We closed out our fast food bracket, uh, which is a hell of a lot of fun. Um, but we have another fun one coming. So yeah, just make sure you are you're following there at Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of that. ThreeCountThursday.com and discussions with nobody. Uh, the feed's been down. Well, not been down, but I just haven't recorded one. Um, in about a month, but uh, hoping to get some content uh, down within the next week or so. Um, so at DWAN Pod on Twitter and Facebook.com slash discussions with nobody. So I felt uh, like Kyle Nash just going full on. Just going for I it. do everything. Pay attention to me on, on the, yeah. uh, the clothes there. That's fine. Um, because I know he won't listen to the show, don't, wa- don't follow Joe on Twitter. Don't do it. You I don't. know he ain't gonna listen to the show. He's not on the show. He ain't gonna listen to it. I know he's not. <laughs> um, he's made that abundantly clear. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. You can follow the show at take the number three wrestling. Um, Sunny days and double plays the Palm Beach baseball podcast. Uh, got one episode up for the preview of this season. Uh, new episode probably going up Saturday since we do not play this weekend in observance of Easter. Um, so no games this weekend for us. So that kind of sucks because I want to play baseball. Um, but it's all right. Uh, other than that, um, you know, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, like, subscribe, thumbs up, and uh, share it with a friend. We'd like to uh, get some more wrestling people in here. Uh, until next week, though, for Ernest and Jim, I'm Mike. We will see you guys next week on the Take Three Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>